okay? I'm gonna go get help, okay? I need professional spoilers help! This is the Flix X Raid Podcast, starting in 5, 4, Oh my god. I I'm so bad at this. I apologize. <laughs> oh my god, like I'm just I'm like just so like, can't even. I'm, I'm just so, so offended. Bad at this? I'm so you must be so freaking pissed. I'm gonna like need a discount. <laughs> I am gonna like totally have a BF. With like, me tonight totally is have a BF. Okay, fine. Do that. With me tonight is white chick Brian. No, 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 no. Yeah, white chick. White <laughs> chick. And uh bitch fit master himself, Devo. BFM <laughs> You're gonna say BFF, weren't you? Maybe. Oh my god, you almost <laughs> put that whole BFF. thing in your mouth. <laughs> And tonight we are doing the film White Chicks. Oh my uh, god! Brian, you have never seen me deep throat anything. Oh, I did, sure, actually. <laughs> Not when you were looking. Steve <laughs> <laughs> just pretty much got that whole beer in his mouth. Right? It was impressive. <laughs> now go for a double. He can, Tony, he can eat a rocket popsicle in one bite. Tony, I totally understand now. I, t- I get it. <laughs> get it i can understand why you'd leave me for devon hey i'm length not girth <laughs> why not both i've got a tiny mouth but a long throat all right so uh let's take a moment to get to know our guests and uh devo i know this question is going to be easy for you brian i'm not quite so sure so the question is have you ever done drag or would you brian so like yeah like no like yeah like no like yeah like one time I wore a lot of, like, nail polish, I guess. <laughs> okay. I, I guess. Uh, Is that the closest to you ever doing drag? No. <laughs> no. No, you don't need pretty clothes to jump James. <laughs> oh. You just gotta Ouch. give him the sound. That was one happy birthday. <laughs> Mr. President. I knew there was something between you two. All right, and Devo, uh... <laughs> Have you? <laughs> Bitch, you know you've witnessed it. Devo Brigalis. He's got a placard Devo, on his wall. It says, how many days since drag? How many is there? Um, Less than a year. <laughs> uh, I, I've done drag a few times. Usually it's been for Halloween. Usually. Usually. Uh, I've actually even thrown axes in high heels. It was impressive. Didn't uh, you go with um, Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah, Dr. Frankenfurter. Yes. You so. made the hottest dark, like, Dr. Frankenfurter. Yeah, he was actually seen. winning matches in high heels. <laughs> like, what were they, like, he three or four inches? He was just a sweet transvestite. Yes, yeah, between three or four. I <laughs> oh, that's me on Tuesdays. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, I figure I'm going to offend somebody out here. So <laughs> <laughs> this movie is very also, offensive. Okay, I was also getting a lot of compliments on how well I walk in high heels. Well, yeah. Because... Come on, I'm, I'm just fabulous. Fabulous. Oh, it, it was no, it's just they're a bunch of whiners. Tony, I, I would ask you if you've done drag, but, like, I already know the answer, yeah. so why don't you share? Uh, which time? 
<laughs> That's what I mean. You share. All right. So uh, my first time, I guess, doing drag, and I'm going to put that in quotes, is I went as a fairy in high school. It was the first year we dated. Halloween. That was our, after you graduated, Brian. Uh, but Diva, I, I, I remember seeing yeah. that. I remember seeing your underoos through the uh, fairy dress. Yeah, yeah. exactly. His white tidy whities. My white tidy whities underneath the pink tutu. Uh, yeah, because you know it was funny. <laughs> it was our first year dating, and that was the first time I realized like what the fuck I just signed myself up for. <laughs> Big old great. bucket of crazy. Oh yeah. I was Apparently, say, it I runs thought, in the family too. I thought that was dot in the T's, you know. <laughs> Ten pounds this of crazy and a five pound tutu. <laughs> Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Double button hook on three. (laughs) (laughs) Super slow-mo. And in reverse. Sorry, we're not doing Ace Ventura. No, no, we're not. But, uh, yeah, so that was the first time. And then uh, after that, there was the... um, Fuck, what was it? Odafest was the... Yeah, you were Sailor... Saturn. Saturn. But he still had his beard, and Sailor Saturn's supposed to be like a 12-year-old girl. So, 12-year-old girl with a big burly beard. It was great. They're all supposed to be 12 years. No, no, no. Well, like, some of them are supposed (laughs) to be, like, junior high, high school age, but Sailor Saturn is, like, super young. Like, she's the youngest out of, like, she's only a little bit older than Chibi Moon, which is Sailor Moon's daughter from from the future. Mimi, I guess, is what her name was in the English version. But um, Sailor Saturn is, like, the youngest. She's only supposed to be, like, she's supposed to be, like, under 10. Yeah, because, uh, like, Serena was, like, 14, right? She was also 4 foot 11 and one of the tallest of the people there. But, man, you can rock that corset. <laughs> Not my first time in one. <laughs> and shan't be your last. And then I had to put, like, electrical tape over my nipples. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's our uh, drag stories. Because, uh, Tasha, have you ever done drag? Well, I'm female. But I've never, I've never been a drag king. Have you ever been a bio queen? But I really, actually, it's on my list of things to eventually do. I'm trying to convince my girlfriend at work to do bio queens next year for Halloween. What is a bio queen? It's essentially like a woman who dresses in drag because you're biologically queen. Bio queen. Bio queen. Okay. Yeah. So so it's like you do the whole like queen makeup, but uh, you're you're already a female. So just go over the top. Oh, yeah. I, I, I thought you'd just go direct for it and dress up as a man <laughs> trying to dress as a woman. That's <laughs> pretty much up being put drag. some padding. Yeah, actually, but, you know what? Some of them will pad and everything, too, just to give them that extra silhouette and everything. Seriously, you need like a, like a, such a pronounced chin. We need to get like a giant epoxy chin for <laughs> oh, you. Oh, trust me. I got the contour like kit. We Campbell. can do it. Okay. Bru- Bruce Campbell leading into Jay Leno. Yeah. I will right. make my edges very sharp. Don't you worry so, about uh, that. So with that, it's time for a synopsis and starring. <laughs> Tasha, want to hit us with a synopsis of White Girls? Girl, you got this. I know. Two FBI agent brothers, Marcus and Kevin Copeland, accidentally foil a drug boss. Oh, my God. As punishment, they're forced to escort a pair of socialites to the Hamptons, where they're going to be used as bait for a kidnapper. But when the girls realize the FBI's plan, they refuse to go. Oh, Muffin. Left without options, Marcus and Kevin decide to pose as the sisters, transforming themselves from African-American men into a pair of blonde white women. That's hot. <laughs> this movie is directed by Keenan Ivory Wayans and is starring Sean Wayans as Kevin Copeland, Marlon Wayans as Marcus Copeland, Terry Crews as Latrell Spencer, Busy Phillips as Karen, Jessica Chaffel as Tori, and Jennifer Carpenter as Lisa. Yeah. Okay, yes. but Brian... Would you do Kevin or would you do Marcus? But they both have crabs. 
Why not both? You're disgusting. <laughs> I like seafood buffets, okay? All right. See now that we've got some of that formality out of the way, yes. it is time to play a game. Gentlemen, start your engines and may the best woman win. Dun, 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 dun. I want to play a game. Oh, it's a game. A game specifically tailored for each participant. Let's have some fun. Yeah, let's have some fun. Ladies, start your engines. I'm having a blast. This is the most fun I've had without lubricant. So we played recently a game with drums. Let's play a game. (laughs) My my panties are already off. I figured they made a reference to RuPaul. I might as well just channel RuPaul sometimes. That's right. It's really good. good. Is it okay? Oh my god. I've only seen All-Stars 2. Uh, I've seen season nine, eight and nine. It's so good. It gets you emotional sometimes, and you're like, oh no. Well, I'm emotional I- for you. You're going to go home. <laughs> Shit, I liked you. <laughs> That's like part of the formula. If all of a sudden they're like revealing backstories. And, and then you start sympathizing with them, chances are they're up for elimination. Yeah. All right. They so fuck it up go. somehow. Uh, this game is a game of fake names for undercover cop movies. All right. Think of it like alternate titles. Yeah. Big names. All right. So, uh, like, oh my god, you guys are going to be playing for the uh, coveted pretty pretty princess crown. It's mine. I'm pretty sure Brian's never won. It's going to go with my collection of nothing. <laughs> no, I think he's won once because like the other person like wasn't in default, the same baby. <laughs> <laughs> Brian won by default. <laughs> All right. You can't lose if you chase the competition away. <laughs> so, uh, as per usual, you guys know the way this works. The first one will be the uh, "Don't you dare touch it yet!" But I won't touch the button. Touch it yet, uh, the <laughs> Tony. I touched the button. <laughs> it'll be the movie itself, so it'll be worth zero points. Uh, so we'll go, and Devo gets to go first. So we'll, because uh, because you're so anxious to touch the button, I haven't I like let these guys things. know uh, <laughs> what the sound effects are. Uh, Devo, you'll get to go first. Uh, again, the first question's for zero points, and then after that, it is four points. All right, so first up, I can't remember if I hit the reset button. All right, so here we go. I must confess. The first one is Blank Girls. Just to, oh, sorry. Um, (laughs) Is it white chicks or Blanc females? It is. Zero points, Brian. Yeah, I'm going to need to hear the question again. Blank chicks. No, it's blank. Or black girls. Dumb chicks. <laughs> that no, is incorrect. I was going to say, ah. that's the name of the porno you watched last night. No, no. Okay, well, let's well. we'll get to that later. <laughs> How hard it was name to find tip. this movie online. <laughs> I'm sure. I swear I did not just search on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Here's the first one, all right? Fingers on your buttons. Hefty Mother's Home. Martin Lawrence. Uh, <laughs> Big Devo. Mama's House? Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> One point for Devo. Here we go. Next up. Frau Friendliness. Blank looks. I love it. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorites. Who's in it? Sandra Bullock. You know I'd walk a thousand miles. 
just to see Miss Congeniality. <laughs> Correct. Oh, yeah. Mm. All right, ready? Numbered Fall Avenue. If I didn't hate this song before now, now I really hate this song. <laughs> 22 Jump Street or 23 Jump Street? No, no. 21 Jump Street? Yeah. That's it. Some of the Jump Street. One of them. It's okay. Now you understand my struggles with 147 hours. <laughs> All right. Next up, Mask Amiss. I didn't write these. I 100% wrote these. Tricky, tricky, Face tricky, off? Tricky. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Good, Brian's button does work. Brian got one. (laughs) All right. In examining device desperately. That's a mouthful. I know it is. Right, Diva? (laughs) (laughs) An examining device desperately. Yes. Are you here for that one? No, he wasn't on that one. Someone else in the room was. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. Another undercover cop movie. <clears throat> Keanu Reeves. You know I walk a thousand miles. I, I just want to say point break. Nope. No. <laughs> ah. A scanner darkly. Yes. Brian's got two points. <laughs> yeah, Brian. I, I was just like, what other Keanu Reeves movies can you come up with? <laughs> All right. Next up. Sharp Shatter. I just Brian this point break. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Another great Keanu Reeves. The best move. thing about Devo's face is like as soon as he gets it, he just goes like happy squinty face. I know like, as he hits the button because he knows what song it is. <laughs> He's so excited. It's like a puppy. All right, here we go. Next up, recently deceased. Almost dead. No. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Recently deceased the same as almost dead. That works. I mean, that's kind of the other side of life. <laughs> you just want to sing along, don't you? Yes. <laughs> okay, what, what is, what is it? <laughs> Die Hard? No. no. It's always what? Die Hard. Wow. It's got Matt Damon in it. <laughs> and Leonardo. DiCaprio. Oh, Fuck. Oh, um... I know what it is. I can't I, remember the I title. Know. Oh, yeah! Payback, bitch! Okay, because oh. this was on, like, this one was on one that you and I were against each other for, um... Uh, what was the other one we did that was a cop movie that you and I did? It was... Uh, end of Watch. End of Watch. And no, you weren't on End of Watch. No, but you... That was the no, one that but we no, were No, there missing. was one that you and I did, and I described it, and you got Bone it. Bone Cop, Bad Cop. Oh, Wait, that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Matt Damon and who? Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Ca- oh, Jack Nicholson, uh, Alec Baldwin. Huge cast. Stop Stop giving them Holy things. shit. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark and the Funky Punch. Yeah. What was, was the keyword again? Recently <sighs> deceased. Nope. Oh, okay. I think Devin's got it. <laughs> the Departed. The Departed. The Departed. From Boston. Again, another one I've never <laughs> that was, seen. That was a horrible, horrible accent. <laughs> the Departed. Next up. Wait, did you read that one? I read that one, okay. so you're up. Pool puppies. Reservoir dogs. <laughs> He's not even waiting for I this think, to be over. I think I Reservoir dogs. I think I would have watched it better if it was pool puppies. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. Up next, covert sibling. 
Bye, kids. No. 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 It's, <laughs> it's Undercover Brother. Yeah. <laughs> Which I've never seen, but I know the title. <laughs> All right. Next up. Western Lies. You need to make this shorter. Eastern Promises? Yes. Oh, good, because I was going to say Eastern Truths. <laughs> <I've never laughs> All right. Elementary Officer. Ah. Ah. <laughs> is it the kindergarten cop? It's not yeah. a tumor! <laughs> it's not a tumor! <laughs> what yeah. the hell? Uh, get to the chopper! <laughs> Austrian death machine! <laughs> I've got coin commando! Uh, move this phone, mute! Uh, uh, get me in the tiny car! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Two left. <laughs> There's no hope. <laughs> you can kick ass in the next cave, Brian. Oh my god, I'll be good at that one. Yeah, you will. All right. I don't know. You might be actually. <laughs> After that, uh, Arnie impression, I can't remember who read. I did. Okay. <laughs> Rapid and raging. It's tricky, 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 tricky. I, I like it when he touches my hands. Just saying. <laughs> He pushed my button. <laughs> Do you know the answer? Hell no. <laughs> I wanted to give you a chance. I was resting my finger <laughs> on it. Just like, I'm just going to go and press his head. <laughs> <laughs> then do you know the answer? Uh, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> rapid and raging. Or sorry, the rapid and the raging. You know oh, the fast and the furious. Yeah. Or Too Fast, Too Furious, or Fast and Furious, or Fast and Furious 6, or The Furious 5, or The Furious 6. You dick, you left out the best movie, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo. <laughs> Drift! Dick, 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 dick! I love this one! Check out my I know history. you do, I Check put this one specifically on here for you. Yes, okay, here's the last one, gentlemen. And, and actually, the, the clue is Gentlemen of the Manor. I'll be surprised if... Just to be the man of the house? <laughs> yeah! I was going to be like, if any of you have seen this, I'll be surprised. Tommy Lee Jones. I know! Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> also, you know know my viewing history. Like, I, I know! I watch everything. Well, I watch I, the house, buddy. And when we lived together, I watched it, too, because yeah. it was one of my favorite movies. All right, so, uh, Devo, you are once again our pretty, pretty princess. Pretty, I almost went perfectly. Uh, and it was, by the way, the score was 10 to 3. <laughs> Good try. Just like my vagina, it's a slaughter. <laughs> Stay down. <laughs> You're going to the wheelchair. Oh, Jesus Christ. God All damn right. It. Oh, my God. Tony, what have you gotten us into? <laughs> Brian, tell us about your adventures. You told us a really interesting tidbit about you trying to find this movie. Yeah, trying to find this movie. Like, you can't find copies of it anywhere anymore for very obvious reasons, as we, as we found Me out. and Tasha spent a day going to three or four different movie stores trying to find this with zero luck. And without, like, we didn't have time to special order it at this point, so yeah. it was like, what are we going to do? So I started leaning to the darker sides of the internet trying to search this, and... Mm-hmm. Um, like, 95% of the results ended up being white chicks with black dicks. Like this movie. Yes. And half the times when I grabbed a copy, I really wasn't sure where it was coming out, you know, what was going to be showing up. Because in reality, most pornos now are a feature-length film. You get, like, 45 minutes of story. So if I hadn't seen a poster for this, I wasn't even going to know it if it was the right movie until about 20 minutes in. <laughs> You know what I think? When she's getting railed, you would have known. 
is the fact that that's 95% of his uh, search results. Brian, when I type in white chicks into Google, that is zero of my results. Do you have safe search on? on? No. (laughs) But I I guess I also Google movies frequently. So So the algorithms know that you're looking for movies and there's a movie called White Chicks. (laughs) White Chicks 2004 still doesn't help. It just go, automatically goes to the darkest place it can. It knows <laughs> For you. Brian. Yep. Those are your algorithms. What have you been doing? Actually, funny story, because apparently I was apparently I was really upsetting people at the at the Korean restaurant because I pulled up Pornhub stats for like uh to for viewership. because uh, every year they release a thing called the Pornhub State of the Union. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Talking about this, talk um at, we do, we're talking about this openly in a restaurant <laughs> at lunch hour, me and my colleagues, about the various regions of Canada and the US and what they looked for and they had a stat specifically about Quebec, where the number one search term from Quebec is Quebec. Oh my god. And the fact that they showed like Are during we the a country Cup yet? Playoffs, they're showing like the um, Stanley Cup playoffs and they showed during the period breaks when when the stats like shot up. It's like people were trying to whack in a quick one every twenty every twenty minute break. <laughs> yeah, needless to say, this movie has a very very vulgar insinuation of a title. <laughs> what an era we live in, folks! Uh, everything's a sex joke. This because entire movie is a sex, sex joke. Because even sex itself is a joke. Yes, it is. Pretty much. If you can't laugh having sex, you shouldn't be having sex. True. All right. Perfect. Sorry. A laugh fest. All right. So, two sentences. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Woody. Uh, two sentence impression. Since you won the uh, coveted Princess Crown, you get to give us your impression first of white chicks. Two manly men having to be girly girls uh, and try not to get kidnapped while catching the kidnappers in the Hamptons. All right. Fairly good. That sums it Ish. up. <laughs> and Brian. First time viewer. Yes. Yeah, like I'm starting to think that the makeup was all like really cocaine because they looked like they came straight out of uh, the dark, the dark crystal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh. We are in fine form what, tonight. They're, they're guys. bird people. Yes. <laughs> Masters of Jim Henson's workings. Oh my god! Is this a reference to the crows in Dumbo? Racist. Oh, oh. <laughs> Lord and me. <laughs> Although I do like what you said about like the manly men trying to be girls because like they were almost stereotypical manly men. Talking about sports and like working out, and, like they were both like cut in that because mm-hmm. they're also like FBI agents, so they do physical work and have to work out every day, probably. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think about kind of like the tropiness of the? And I'm going to use that word. Tropiness. Or tropiness. I've never heard that before. Tropi- it's not a real word. Tropiness. I totally made it up. I like the word Fuck tropiness. Off. <laughs> Fuck off! I was going to steal that too, you motherfucker. <laughs> All right, the tropiness of the uh, two very manly men having to walk a mile in her shoes, her high heeled shoes. Um, it didn't come up flaccid. Okay, it did have a few hard points. <laughs> really, really got you where it counted. Uh, snuck up behind you. Just got right in there. Uh, right when they do. <laughs> but on a serious note, when they are having their sleepover and the guys just don't appreciate the little thing girls do for people. It's like, ah, my heart. Amen. I need to text my girlfriend. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> do you want me to bring the razor plates and Vaseline? <laughs> Tony, you're in for a fun night. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> All right, so uh, 
Brian? Yes? Your first viewing impression. Devin is so funny tonight that I totally got so distracted by his pretty face. Okay, you got me on a Terry Crews movie. This man is my spirit animal. And he's so, like, he's just taking the piss out of everything. So it's mm. just like, I just totally, like, got distracted. You're just lucky I'm not shirtless with a whistle. I know, I'd be in so much trouble. What did you think of the very tropey nature of the character? That's what the question was. All I can say is... And I do not mean to offend anybody by this, but those guys must have been post-op because, my God, those were some tight dresses and I didn't see no bulging whatsoever. There wasn't a hint of Bowie in there. It's called a tuck, sweetheart. Man, that must have been a really uncomfortable string, just saying. Yes. (laughs) It's a tuck, man. It involves tape and glue. Sometimes, depending on how extreme you are. I just felt like it borrowed way too much from Mrs. Doubtfire, which is like one of my favorite movies. I just felt like they didn't execute I feel like That's it sharp. was like a You were just waiting like... for the cream pie moment. I was, yeah. right? Hello! <laughs> right? You know, like, Mrs. Uh, Doubtfire. I was waiting for that whole scene with his girlfriend to basically play out like that Mrs. Doubtfire scene with with the, so, uh, what is it, a social worker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was hoping it would play out like that. And then <laughs> the mask thrown out the window, some kids around it. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a dash of, like, miscongeniality going on in there, though. Like, like miscongeniality the... meets Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah! The problem is, when this movie came out, I never made the connection between it and Scary Movie. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it just looked like a really, really offensive movie more than anything. And like... what's your opinion? Is it a really offensive movie? Kind of. <laughs> you know, when Terry Crews uses, like, a racial slur. Oh, I don't even care about that. I'm just like... This Actually, is... such an unheard of, like, not a, like a regular one anymore, either. Yeah. Okay, let's just list all the racial slurs that were happened in it. <laughs> oh, we got an entire podcast already for that. Um, it's called, I'd rather, there, there's at listen. least one I really don't want to, because you can't say that. <laughs> so N-word! What, what if we typed it into a voice emulator of a black person? Well, that's the same thing of saying... <laughs> A black person that's pretending to be a white person saying it. Does that make it all right? Hmm. Those are some existential questions. Maybe going maybe, maybe we're all like a little dark inside. No, I got a no. spicy Latino on the inside. Okay, like I head bob with like I got big hoops on and Tasha, wet my you've finger. You got a spicy Indian girl. Inside okay, fine. You. I got Indian too. I can do the head wobble from side to side and be like, no. <laughs> with the hand it's the flat hand too like when you gesture it's like oh a karate chop that is like an indian mom thing to do no i guess i guess the reason why this got me so mad this movie is just because the makeup was so bad even beyond the parody sense that it actually started to creep me out after a while <laughs> like it's genuinely terrifying if not for the fact of how bulky their faces are to look like a butch like man androids. or like a butch woman from the 90s that's gonna kick the living shit out of you like it's it's the eyes the wide open blue eyes it's right. like the kid from uh what's that movie uh called a christmas story you know, the kid who had yellow eyes. Like, you just, you're just you just mesmerized the whole time. You're like, what the fuck's going on? It kind of made me think of China. The eighth wonder of the world. You mean the WWE wrestler? WWF. Okay. At that point. At, that's right. At that point, it was WWF. Man, she was balling. She was awesome. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yes. Yeah, so that, that's over my head. I'm sorry. That's... I guess it's true, but it does, they did very much have that kind of build. But it, it's yeah. like one of my biggest points throughout this entire like thing is like I watch this and I'm like, how did no one notice? Okay, right? but but it's like the same thing. Like people just don't 
notice they just they never do everybody thinks you can see a pimple on your forehead but like nobody ever fucking notices the pimple if they were as high class as they were you would never question their appearance yeah especially because they're in like that wasp culture too so you never like point out and like oh your nose is different oh you've gotten botox oh you put not put on weight or if you were you're four inches taller did you get like i got my knees done (laughs) but also the friend mentioned at the beginning they were like collagen and they were like Oh, how'd you know? Because like, your I guess lips went a... from, like, lines to Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's another thing is, like, they, they even make a mention about getting their nose done. And if you go, like, right after getting your nose done. Your you, face gets kind of puffy. And yeah, then... and even after the swelling goes down, because technically you get black eyes at first. Yeah. And then it'll kind of dissipate. But after about, like, three weeks, you'd still have kind of a very puffy face. But, like, you wouldn't have, like, the bruising. Well, I mean, the face was okay. I think it was the nose that bothered me the most. The noses, because some of them were pointed really high, and they just didn't move naturally, or they weren't colored right in half the scenes. So it really did look like a Michael Jackson prosthetic nose, and I was hoping someone would rip one off and have, like, the, the Michael Jackson nose hole. You know what really oh, bothered God. me about it? The eyebrows. And I know this sounds really weird, but, like, if the, if you don't have nice eyebrows, like, see, if you look at the actual poster, their eyebrows are really nice. But, like, when you were in there, especially in the last scene when they were at the white party, the eyebrows were really crappy. And that's when I noticed the more plasticky view of the face was because the eyebrows were almost non-existent. And then that's when you realize that she had like some weird points going on. Which is funny because they would be getting professional makeup done for the runway. So they should look absolutely immaculate. You think, but maybe they ran out of budget. No, they Um, weren't. They were going to let anybody touch them back. If you think about plot line, if any makeup artist touched them, they would have wiped it and been like, whoa, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) not necessarily because the face was a hundred percent like it's prosthetic prosthetic it was like the next because uh at the very end when they do the face reveal to okay but like have you touched like like prosthetics versus like real yeah that's what would do it it wouldn't be the the wipe away it'd be like the what's wrong with your fucking but the other thing too is with the prosthetics yeah right you know if you take it with the mrs doubtfire philosophy like, they show them building the chunks of the face, but they don't show actually casting the mold. But later on, they do show the mask. Mm-hmm. Getting those lines around the eyes would have been brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Getting the eyelids would be brutal. That too, yes. And after a long, like, time of blinking and all that stuff, you'd see the creasing. Well, not unless you have some really good makeup. Even really good makeup going from, like, you know, black to, like, white skin. Like, you're, that creasing is going to just get worse and worse and worse and worse. <laughs> Have you seen makeup artists on Instagram? Some of them change race colors because they whiten themselves so much with makeup. They look like a completely different race. That's fucked. If you, when I put um, eyeshadow on mine, my eyelids are virtually white before I start, like stark white, like paper white before I start putting color on it. All right. This is a problem I do not have to deal with. And I not have no yet. idea. <laughs> What? That's it. that's really <laughs> ominous. And now I'm that, yeah. That, now I'm Cody, worried. We're turning you into a woman. Damn it! Fuck. I, I, I may have gotten some of Terry Cruz's pills. <laughs> Can we keep his penis at least? All right. So, uh, what do you guys think about this being almost an irrelevant parody? Uh, the spoof itself is pretty much about the Hiltons, right? Or like Paris Hilton, Miss Paris Hilton, and. Uh, Nicole Richie and the rise but, of Kim Kardashian. Um, but those two are pretty much like fucking gone from pop culture. So, what do you guys think about the idea of this movie? If you were to show this to someone who was like, let's say, eighteen and had no idea who the fuck those two chicks were, do you think it would hold up as much? I think they'd be incredibly offended if they were like 
not black? I don't like it seems very racist. Right? It it seems like a very racist move the whole whole film to be honest with you. And that's actually kind of the reason I never even kind of got into it is because it was marketed not as a scary movie style comedy, but rather as almost like a racial reversal. And it seemed kind of weird. Like it looked like they weren't even putting much effort into it, Mm -hmm. which is, I think where I made a bit of a connection with all on the other flip side, racial issues that people have had. So without getting, what do you mean by that? So yes, he's about to say what do you uh, okay without getting I'm trying to it. avoid saying blackface. Yeah, but, back in the but, day when they did blackface. Right? But and that's the thing is because of the lack of effort put into the facial costumes. It almost I, seemed like white face. It really did seem like a white face. And right. and so I couldn't as ridiculous as it sounds, I couldn't get past that to even give it the time of day to to watch it. That's why this is my first viewing. Uh, even going into this, I'm like, oh crap, what am I getting myself into? Okay. Shenanigans with Natasha. <laughs> yes. <laughs> have uh, I stalled Devo now? Has, no, has, no, has my brain's shutting down. Has serious Brian uh, gone and screwed you up? For the irrelevance of it? Like, the, kids nowadays, <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't catch it at all because there's so many things, like the Winona Ryder comment, the Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie, because they were both, like, they were hot for a couple years. They they had a very hot flash, mm-hmm. and then they faded out <laughs> because they didn't know how to market th- themselves, unlike the K- Kardashians. Yeah, Pretty the Kardashians much. do stay relevant yeah. from like sheer marketing and then like the new generation of Kylie and Kendall, right? Yeah. This is like a stat that I've heard around. I don't know how true it is, but like for Kim Kardashian to mention someplace in a tweet, she makes 50 grand or whatever. Probably I- I could something see it. stupid. And now she's got her like own beauty company now and it's like ridiculous because you get like so little product for like 50 bucks a stick of contour for like half an inch of product. Stupid. Well, but, makeup is pretty expensive. But it's the name, right? Mm-hmm. It's really the name that you, you buy sometimes, and that really sucks. But no, like, but you know what, though? At the end of the day, I think that the idea behind white chicks will stay relevant. Like, the idea of, like, man dressing up like a woman and going undercover is still funny these days and things like that. I think, I think it's, I think, don't give me that face. Uh, okay, okay. Don't give me that face. What I'm trying to get is, like, I think the dialogue references are going to go over people's heads, but the idea that, like, a, a man dressing up like a woman and then hanging out with these, these like, these women and learning about them, that's a common, video, like, movie trope. Oh, yeah. Like, the culture every, shock. Every five years, like, there is a... There's a new one. There's a cross-dress. Yeah. Like, even when we were joking about, Tasha, you dressing as a man to be a drag queen, they did literally did a movie of yeah. two ladies. Connie and Carla. Yeah, Connie and I Carla. love Connie and Carla. <laughs> Dressing as men to be drag queens yeah. because they love theater. How yes. you can even have like um, bad, bad, bad example here, Jack and Jill. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That bad example. But yes, I get what I you're said. Bad, up. bad, bad yeah. example. But it's Murphy, like, Murphy, he did a bunch of like, Norbit. Norbit. But think yeah. about Barbara Streisand and like Lentil. Yeah, that's another one. Right? Like she dressed up like a man to study theater. But that's like, um, which is a classic Shakespeare or a take on a sh- classic Shakespeare. Uh, play I can't remember the name of it because it's the same one that um, uh, she's the man also plays on yeah yeah right but like we we can like go through a bunch of these and that is like, just something that will Hollywood will always play on so I think the core 
excuse me, the core idea and the rich waspy white women will always be relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's literally just like the actual dialogue, like the Winona Ryder comment or the, the, um, am I allowed to say that? The Schwarzenegger. Schwartz the Negro. Yeah, am I allowed to say that? I mean, it's in, not really the N word or anything. In some countries, it translates to Schwartz and Black, so you're okay. Yeah, so like <laughs> no. you know, like those comments, I think are are very time sensitive. But the rest of it, like the general idea of it, will always stay. I don't know. It roots back to like theater's history of when it was only men doing theater and men had to dress as women. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like with the more normalization of like that kind of community, especially with things like RuPaul's that are out, you know, you're starting to see a lot more of that kind of, uh, you're starting to see the people who live that kind of lifestyle and it's becoming more of like accepted. Whereas before it would be a comedy trope. Now it's not so much in that kind of, uh, atmosphere. And I feel like it's going to slowly get phased out. It's similar as to like how things like blackface technically got phased out. Well, I think what it is, is what it's coming down to is the whole concept was comedic, but taboo, Mm -hmm. right? You know, I don't care who you are. You're always going to laugh at a guy, especially if he's goofily trying to do it, dressing up as a woman. Yeah. Yeah, If he's like really doing a bad impersonation of a woman, it's funny. And if we look at timelines, it makes sense, right? Um, My favorite movie, pretty much Mrs. Doubtfire came out in what? 93. Mm-hmm. It portrayed a very comedic sense of that. Big Mama's House came out in 2000. It was Martin Lawrence, right? Yeah. Great thing. Right now, even Medea, it's huge. Oh, yeah, I guess com- Medea is another is a good... Tyler Perry is Medea. Right. And the problem was is this film didn't fit in with that same jive because whereas you're saying the rich white chicks thing makes sense... This was a direct, like, perfect timeline for The Simple Life. The Simple Life ran on yes. Fox from 2003 to 2005. I'm so not denying like, that. I'm not denying that in any way, shape, or form. Which is why I'm kind of saying, like, right. the primary parody they're making for this film is almost irrelevant. It's gone. That's right? a, like, yeah. it's, it's not like the scary movies where it's like they, well, they cherry pick horror films and then they do them, like, even though there's usually a main plot line, like, the first one is Scream. The second one is House on Haunted Hill. The third one is the ring. Signs. What? The Ring. The third one's The Ring. The third one's The Ring and Signs. Yeah, I it's know. It's like super like... Okay, well, I consider The Ring more of a horror film than Signs. Anyway, it, you know, like each one kind of follows uh, a specific... And most parody films kind of follow a similar... Like they'll pick one movie and like they might cherry pick from other things to make fun of, but it's like they'll pick one. Um, this one is making fun of a TV, a reality TV show, right? Like, it's like if we were to have a movie parody of Duck Dynasty, which is also on its way out right now, but it's like, that would also, at this point- In 10 years, nobody's really gonna know. To counteract- Tucker and, uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I guess. (laughs) To a degree. (laughs) That, I think, was just spoofing, like, redneck horror films, where, like, usually the rednecks are the ones that come for you, where, in this case, they're really nice guys. That was spoofing, like, The Hills Have Eyes and The Crazies. (laughs) That was a great movie. Right, like, from Right. You know what, though? Like, I get it. It's kind of like, I had this recent experience. I have a friend who's significantly younger than I am, and I tried to show her Spice World. And the things just, like, went, like, right over her head like i thought it was hilarious because i fucking love spice world i know it's a stupid movie but like it's just one of those things where you watched it as a kid and it was like you just loved every minute of it all the references hit home because that's what you grew up with and now like showing it to her she was like well it was kind of funny but i obviously don't like it as much as you do because the route like the references are no longer existent yeah i can share that sentiment because 
working through Austin Powers with Nicole is like a grind. Because oh she doesn't get like any of the jokes. Oh, it's how? Only, she was, we were right at that age point where all the cultural reference things like, we are only a couple years difference, but it's mm. just enough. Just enough. That she doesn't get half the references now. Yeah. And, and I, for a lot of people, yeah. So I find a lot of the Wayne's Brothers uh, movies are very topical in that time. Like, even Scary Movie, like, as much as you're saying, like, <laughs> it runs off a lot of, the, like, the horror mm-hmm. franchises, you wouldn't want to, like, pull this off the shelf and be like, oh, yeah, we should watch Scary Movie to, like, a bunch of people who have never seen it before because it falls off after a couple of years. It does well in theaters, but it gets a nostalgia vote. It doesn't get a continuous follow-through. It's not a cult classic. Fair It'll enough. never be a cult classic. But it's classic. spoofing cult classics, so I think if people have seen those cult classics, then they'll understand. Yeah. No, I think it's more they people know the tropes, and they play on that trope of that film rather than on large portions of said films. Like Jaws. Mm. You know, they can make a crack about the end of Jaws, right? But no one remembers the rest of the movie half the time. So. Yeah. You were saying about uh, doing well at the box office, so I think it's time that we uh, go to our second game, game here. Uh, the Price is Right. All right, so... Price is wrong, bitch. Uh, here Thank we go. <laughs> um, so, here we go. So, the fi- You guys are ready for this? Yes. All right, so the figures are uh, $37 million to produce. Domestic is... Uh, they made 70, uh, 70 million. Foreign, they made $42 million. Total of $113 million. Net of $76 million. And the whole reason I'm saying them instead of making you guys guess them is because Tasha's prepared a different game! Oh, curveball. <laughs> a different Price is Right game. <laughs> I think now, we're going for the other one. Tony. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Uh, Tony's in on this game in the sense that he's also playing. What? I am as well. I, I am. am the only one here who knows the answers to these because it is the price is right. In what's this, in the box? What's in the box? All right. So here's what's in the box, guys. There is a full face of makeup in this box. Okay. Oh now, I don't need anybody on the internet coming for me about, like, I don't wear that much makeup or I wear way more than that. Okay. This is just like an average full face of makeup. And it is based on items that are common, like very common in the beauty community. They are aware of it. And you guys are going to guess the prices of these items. So we're going to play Price is Right rules for it. Uh, can't go higher. Uh, the Tasha, you're going to want to give us a max because we don't want to be guessing in like the thousands. Okay, now here's the thing. I- I'm broke ass bitch. There is nothing in here that's over $100. Okay. Okay, that's is like... Is any of it from Mac? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> uh, what about Sephora? Yes. Fuck. Is the but, two-faced unicorn palette in there? No. How about Claire's? Hold on. I'm getting there. <laughs> there is. There is. Curveball for you. There are some drugstore items in here. So the price can be quite low yeah. or it can oh. be quite high. Oh. Okay? Okay. All right. Did you get it on sale? That's the important question. Actually, uh, half of these I already owned. Half of them, some of them I borrowed. So thank you to those who I borrowed them from. And some of these I bought brand new because <laughs> I needed to replace the items in my makeup kit anyway. You mean, so you mean thanks for donating them to the show because you ain't getting them back? <laughs> Ultimately, right. ultimately, I, ta- I told Tasha and we were talking about this. I know. As soon as we got I was paid. like, I was like, uh, so you have fair game to go to Sephora, and she's like, what? <laughs> what? And I was like, yes. All right. Hopefully, I do my girlfriend proud. All right. Wait, all you're right. gonna have to call me when this episode comes out just to hear. Wait, how many hours afterwards where you get a phone call? That's mine. <laughs> 
All right. So we're actually going to start like right from cleansing our faces because the first thing you want to do when you put makeup on is have a clean face. Okay. So the first thing up is the Kate Somerville Exfoliate Cleanser. Now you guys can touch this if you'd like. You guys can look at it. Um, I'm sure Tony will cut out any of the extra space in between here too. So like I will. And then you guys can take a guess. So the first thing we do when we wake up is we wash our faces. This is a foaming cleanser. I'm pretty sure you can use the Price is Right music when they're f- promoting products for this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can. Can we use some of it? If you'd like. Oh. <laughs> if you put uh, a little... Tony's a germaphobe, so he'd probably have to cut his face off. Oh. <laughs> it foams if there's enough water in oh, it, and it smells oh good. Oh, God, I'm supposed to wash off my face? Fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie! That won't, that won't happen until next Tuesday. Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> So the first up is the Kate Somerville Exfoliate Cleansing Daily Foaming Wash. Can we get a guess as to how much this costs? I will give it eight fifty seven. Okay. Eight dollars and fifty seven cents? Correct. Okay. Jeez, I'm gonna go with seven ninety nine. Okay. I'm gonna go with nine dollars. All right. You you guys are ready for this? Uh, Tony wins because this is forty eight dollars. Oh, oh my god! god. Okay, give me that. I want more of that on my face. <laughs> Hand it over. All right. Fuck. No wonder my face smells so nice. Right. Now. Right. Right. <laughs> so after you cleanse your face, you're now gonna tone it. This is gonna balance the pH of your face. It's gonna remove any other impurifications off your face. Now this one here in front of me is the Fresh Rose Deep Hydration Facial Toner. It actually has rose petals in there. They, they didn't put it through the filter. No, it, it literally like ferments with rose petals in there. If you guys want to smell it or anything like that. Well, no, no turning back now. <laughs> Don't snort it, Tony. That might be a rough ride. Ooh. <laughs> now, so wait, what the, is this used for? This is toner. So after you cleanse your face, you've stripped all the oils off your face. Mm. So what we're going to do is we're going to balance the pH of your face. You're going to put, um, you're going to remove any of the, in, like, the impurifications that your cleanser didn't get. And then we're also going to just kind of give it a little bit of moisture before we put our, our moisturizer on. This has got a whole story on the back. Yeah, they, there's like so much. Like if you re- like if we were here for three hours, I could definitely go through Ooh, like all the benefits of all of them. All right, all right. So Do we I have any guesses? One, so I'm gonna go first on this one. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna guess twenty. Okay. Ooh, with real roses in it. Thirty-seven ninety-nine. Okay. Twenty-three twenty-two. Brian wins because it's fifty-four dollars. Oh, so- oh my god. <laughs> Okay, note we're to, really like lowballing. Note, right. note to self: rob a makeup store. And the last thing for our our skincare tonight is the Kate Somerville Goat Milk Moisturizing Cream. This is a moisturizer. Um, oh, it's Kate now Somerville you again. guys did know that yeah, you, Kate the Som- first step is Kate Somerville. This is also Kate Somerville. Yeah. So let's just keep that in mind. Just oh, push, just, just push the top. Yeah, just okay. Now push that there. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, and it will just. Oh, there you go. And then you can just take a little bit and and I guess rub it on your hands if you'd like, or on your face. Put it on your face. <laughs> Goat milk. I wonder if this goes good in color. Now be aware oh. that most women do that, or we should. I do it once every three days, but you're <laughs> supposed to do it twice a day. I like the smell of that. All right, Brian, you get to start this. I one got off. some in my eye. <laughs> That's not good, dude. I, I was exfoliating the iris. All right. <laughs> now everything's cloudy. You All right. Start so us this off. is a Kate Somerville. So just pop it on. It's not a twist. Okay. Yeah, I made that mistake. And I was goat milk. It is goat milk. 
50 milliliters. Yeah, there's 50 milliliters in this item, so. I'm going to go with 47.99. Okay. Uh $50.23. Okay. What is with you in the fucking odd sense? <laughs> He's clearing out his pockets. Clearly. I'm going to go with $51. You? <laughs> you ready for this? It is $78. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I was actually going to guess 70 and I just wanted to do the $1. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Tony, I'm thinking we're going to be living on crackers for a week at this rate. <laughs> okay. Now, the next item up. So now that our face is nice and pretty and prime. At we'll... least one half of it is. <laughs> I didn't want to waste your product on this one. One thing we're going to put on <laughs> is we're going to make sure we put eye cream on too. So not only do we do moisturizer, we do eye cream. So this is the Kiehl's um, Eye Alert Cream for under eyes and over eyes. Okay. Anybody want to see it, or do you just want to guess? Nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> do not put it in your eye. Thank Is you, that Jeremy. actually your guess? Yes. Okay. Twenty five. <laughs> okay. You're not going to go twenty. Oh, rich boys. No, I think it's a little bit more than that. So it goes under your eyes. It can go under your eyes. So tap. You don't smear. You tap on your orbital bone. And on top as well, by your eyebrow, you can do that. And then it just absorbs into there and removes dark <laughs> so You don't want to be... put too much or else your eyes will get puffy. Yes. And and you have a problem with puffy eyes, Tony. I'm going to Neanderthal myself <laughs> right across the forehead. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. Head on. Apply directly to the forehead. I am applying to the forehead. Head on. Face on. Nose on. Eye on. Whew. I do feel better. <laughs> Another one of my favorite movies. Keels. Yes, Keels. Keels. Keels Apothecary. Yeah, oh, God. Oh, for Apothecary. Now that you've added that word, i got to double the price. I'm going at to $27.99. All right. <laughs> Fuck you. This eye cream is $35. Fuck so me. Brian wins that one. <laughs> if you hadn't said Apothecary, I was going to be like $12.99. <laughs> okay, dokey. All such fancy shit. Hey, so me and Brian are currently stuff uh, tied everywhere. up here. Uh, I'm dying. Are you? Dude, your girlfriend's going to be so pissed. No, she's going to be very happy because I swear, if if he announces... I'm missing a piece. I'll be back. Or that he knows more than her. <laughs> what? He might be sent to Max to go pick this all up. You're missing something? See, this is why we have a problem. She has like 30 products in this box. It's still not enough. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm used to like the actual makeup, the eye palette shadows, the uh, lipstick. We'll get there. I'll- Okie dokie. Next up is the Benefit Professional Face Primer. So this is what you put under your makeup to give a layer between your makeup and your skin so you don't break out. It's the face version of primer. It's essentially, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> okay. You won last round, Brian. You start us off. I love how it's called the Professional. I know. <laughs> they try and come up with fun ones. It's a pun. A pun. To use, <laughs> apply to face. Yeah, no shit. How many ounces? Wear alone under makeup as a primer or over makeup to touch. Yeah, it up. some people who want oh. more of a natural look can just put like a primer on their face, and it will just give kind of more of a fuller look and and remove some of the texture. Hmm. Go how, with... many, how many ounces are in that sucker? That is a twenty-two milliliter or 0.75 U.S. fluid ounces. Keep that in mind too. Okay. So what do you think? Um, I'm gonna go with a solid thirty bucks. I can't do what I want because I know you'll be a dick. <laughs> Fine. Then Tony I'm gonna go. guess thirty-five. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> 
bitch. Sorry, what was yours, Brian? It's $30. So 30 this. 35 and a dollar? Yeah. This is $64. Fuck. Whoa. I thought that was the like drugstore brand. Nope. That was gonna be no, like I know bucks. that one's not because I laugh at it when we're in Sephora with her. Uh, I've seen that one in Sephora because I'll actually go in there and I dance while she's in Sephora and annoy the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the girls think it's hilarious, right? Because yeah. at least you'll come in instead of sitting in the husband chairs outside. So they think he's great. I just grooved the music that they're playing. I love they the chairs play of dance shame. music, right? <laughs> All right. So not only do we prime our faces, we prime our eyelids. I have in front of me the Urban Decay. Uh, eyeshadow primer potion. Oh God! All those words are just screaming add-on dollars. <laughs> Thirty-seven fifty. You know, I was gonna guess thirty-six, and I'm not anymore. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with forty, just because. Okay. I'm, I'm, there's a buffer there. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, my my first initial thought was thirty-six, and then you're like thirty-seven. I'm like, I'm not fucking myself over. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if like. The cap is supposed to like make it seem fancy for like a seven ninety nine product, still look, or if it's supposed to. It used to look like a little vase, like back in the day before it became like a tube. It would look like a vase. Okay, seven ninety nine. <laughs> All right, Brian wins by Price is Right rules because this is twenty eight dollars. Oh damn! <laughs> you guys actually went over this time. Me and Brian are still tied. Devo's got zero, <laughs> which is great because Nicole doesn't wear makeup. Okay, dokey. <laughs> Her cousins keep gifting her like L'Oreal <laughs> stuff for Christmas, and we just never use. Devin, it. I think you know what this is. Yes, I all do. right. Beauty so blender. This, this is a beauty blender. This is a makeup sponge to apply your makeup. Okay, touch oh. it. It's nice and soft. It's pretty. What you do is you put it under water, and it expands, and then you you wring out all the excess water. Therefore, it doesn't absorb your product, so you get to save more of your product. And with a single swipe of a knife, it becomes a clown nose. <laughs> it is pink. Brian, I think you should answer this one first. Yeah, he this won seems last like one. Very expensive foam. So I'm gonna <laughs> go with like, oh, it's a sponge. Yeah, no, but but spongy foam that fancy. I'm gonna go with thirty five dollars. Okay. Do you want me to go? I'll go with seventeen fifty. Okay. I'm gonna go twenty. I'm gonna break the middle there. All right. Uh, Tony wins. It is twenty six dollars. Okay. Fuck. For a sponge. <laughs> that kills me every time i'm when leaving I have buffer them. space yeah you are yeah you are <laughs> sorry i only dicked you over once <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do foundation this is the spackle for your face guys spackle this is the cover effects natural finish oil free foundation this is vegan as well so that is oh, a selling point for me <laughs> oh, 70 bucks <laughs> that's my guess it I'm has go with... one fluid ounce in it go 70 dollars with... That is my guess. I'm gonna go with uh, Visa Black. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're guessing a hundred dollars right off the bat? Uh, that one. Um, oh geez, yeah. With a th- this looks like it's straight out of a salon. Um, by Cover FX Sync in Toronto. Oh, it's Canadian. Oh, oh yeah. I'm gonna go oh, with. Yeah. Eighty-five dollars. Okay, so we have a seventy and eighty-five. I would guess 50, but I'm just going to go $1. <laughs> just cover the rest. Oh, yep. my God. Actually, Devin, by Price is Right rules, you won. And if you said 50, you were bang on. This is really? $50. <laughs> Man, I would 
one double. Yeah, this is $50 for this stupid You Should have done it. I would have given you two points. Never, ever again talk with me about saving money because apparently <laughs> I could like save you an entire child's income. <laughs> All right, next up is concealer. Now we got to conceal those spots on our faces. I thought that's what the other seven products did. <laughs> What does this do? This Conceal your hopes of, and dreams and wallet? <laughs> this gets rid of under eye circles, red spots. How about, how about taking a fucking nap? That'll save you Steve, oh, you bucks. won last round. You get to start this okay, one, Okay, hold buddy. on. I have to tell you what it is. This is the L'Oreal Infallible Pro Glow. L'Oreal. Does it make you glow in the dark? I yes. wish. I got some glitter that can do that, though. We should create a, f- a prank makeup line and just not tell people that it glows in the dark. <laughs> just let them discover <laughs> It's a lot of money to start a product line just for a joke. <laughs> we'll call it Jambon. <laughs> oh, he's really thinking about it? I am. Really? L'Oreal like... products are mid-range price, I've found in general. Like, it's they can have ultra-premium lines, but they're generally like the twelve fifty. Okay. Yeah. 20 Okay. Oh, God, I never fucking buy these things, but I always have to walk past them when I pick up my packages. And they're like, you want some makeup? What do you think? <laughs> yes. Did you know I've men's seen... makeup is becoming a thing? It's it really... beautiful. I'm so excited. Thank Flammable you until dry. <laughs> yeah. Don't light your face on fire. Oh, I would do. not recommend. Or do. Zero to ten, do not it's your life. <laughs> okay, what'd I you guys judge. guess? I guess 20, he is 12.99. 12.50. 12.50, sorry. Mm, I'm going to say this is a a cover bit of low range. Five bucks. All right. Devin wins at $17. Ooh. Damn it. All right. <laughs> at least you guys are in the right yeah, area. Yeah, we were, you know. Yeah. See, I don't ever buy this stuff, but I know where they sit in the stores. Now, once you've put on your foundation and your concealer, you need to set it with powder so it doesn't move anywhere. It's like letting it dry, but powder dries it. This is the Laura Mercier Translucent Powder. So I got—I oh. I thought I got scammed with like the deep sea salt, but it's apparent that the entire makeup world is like this. Oh, this <laughs> product will solve all your problems after you've laid these seven other in line. <laughs> this is a full face. I was not kidding when I said this is a full face. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to guess thirty-three bucks. Okay. Uh, I want to say I think that one's much higher. I'm going to guess fifty. I need to look at this thing. Sure, it's right over there. Oh. I swore it was on the other side of the box. <laughs> I put it on the side because I figured you'd want to see it because okay, you, you're so this very is, hands-on. Well, this is a powder, He's right? Yeah, it's a translucent powder. Oh. You know what he is. I swear that's the, the track Natasha plays when she applies him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this seems like a very expensive powder because it's like finer than like baking soda. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what'd you guys guess again? I guessed 50. I bet, guess what, 33? 33? Yeah, 33. Yeah. Okay, I'll give Tony a bit of a buffer, and I'm going to go 65. Tasha? The final, D- Devin wins because it's 47. Oh, Son of a yes! bitch! Oh. <laughs> you went over by three. Again, that's Devin's, twice now. Devin's creeping up from the rear. All right, next Wheelchair. up. Now we gotta Ta-da. add. Now that we're like white faced, we need to add some color. I, 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 let's just stay as white faced. So this is the Nars blush and bronzer combo. Okay. So it has both blush and bronzer in it. Okay. So it is a dual pack. All right. Let's 
It's got a mirror too. That's, That's fancy. a very nice fucking packaging. That's going to add ten dollars to the price alone, right? You haven't even used these yet. Not, I, no. This one I just bought because I've been eyeing it up, <laughs> and Tony finally was like, "You can go to Sephora," and I was like, "Oh my god, yes!" Do you mind if I swatch it? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, somebody's been shoving with his girlfriend. I'm so <laughs> proud. I'm so proud. That's decent color payoff, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with... No, I'm going low for protection. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you are. 48 bucks. Okay. You think that's low for protection, huh? I mean, I did let it slip. This one isn't drugstore. Yeah. I'm going to go fitty. I'm going to guess Fitty again. Okay. You and your goddamn $3. <laughs> Fuck. If not for the packaging, I would have nailed as like a twenty-two fifty thing. You know what? I'm going to cover the lower range and do 30 All right. Okay. So before you guys. I know. It's going to make me uh, sick. I watched the Try Guys do like a guess like this. Okay. And they had a NARS product and it was like 70 bucks. So I know this is higher end and I'm really pissed that you jumped with like just such a small amount. Tony. You were off by four dollars. It's fifty-four dollars. Yeah, so you did win it, but you were off by four dollars. Not by much. I, that's why I was like, I wanted to say sixty, and I was like, oh. that's a little high. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna drop it down to fifty. All right. I almost said fifty-five. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. All right. So our next item. Now that we Oof. have done color, we now want to add some highlight. From Anastasia Beverly. This is Hills. an Anastasia Beverly Hills highlighter palette, the Sugar Glow Kit. Fuck me. It is four <laughs> beautiful colors. If you'd no. like, you can swatch. Devin. Ooh, I really like the butterscotch. I know it's only. All right, all right. I, I got I, one last one, so I'm gonna guess sixty okay. six zero. Hmm. <laughs> it's like where to go. You're gonna go home, and your girlfriend's gonna just be like, "What the fuck? Did you, you go to Sephora without <laughs> me?" <laughs> She'll think that you're shopping for her, so I'll have to take you out shopping anyways. <laughs> I, I really need to go get the uh, two faced unicorn palette. Okay, then we'll go because there's like a whole unicorn. Like a whole, they released a whole line. Yeah, it's glorious. Oh Christ! The the brushes are really pretty too. This is just like a really nice palette. Right. I'm debating whether or not we can even list all these products in the show notes or if it'll seem like really shady sponsorship. <laughs> we are 100% not sponsored by any of this shit and paid 100% out of pocket for this. Yes. I put my uh, my second job paycheck towards this essentially. And this is why I capped it at $100 because there was some... If, if we could... <laughs> Like, put this as a business expense. I would have bought the La Mer face cream, and that's $420. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and and it's I... like a tub, like, this big. But why? Like the Laura Mercier loose powder. Because it will revolutionize right. your life. It is, like, Take your glorious. guess. Take your stab. Okay, who's guessed so far? I have 6-0. Six 6-0? Zero. Six zero? That's a good guess. <laughs> You 61 me, so help me God. <laughs> At least you 69. <laughs> well, 68 you. You blow me and I owe you one. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with 68. Okay. Well, unlike Devo, I really like to 69, so I'm going to 69. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Do you, do you want to swatch it as well? Or no, no, no. Devo's face is good enough. All right, none of you win. Oh! You all blew it. It's 52. Four? Damn it, I was going to go with my 50 again. I was like, no, nah, this seems more expensive. I was going to go. Okay. $52. Fuck, oh. I was going to go fitty. <laughs> $52. Do you feel better now, buddy? Do you feel if better? If you didn't guess 60, I was going to go 62. <laughs> I didn't want to be a dick. I'm like, Brian. <laughs> All right. 
Okie dokie. Now we're going to do brows because we need nice brows. Fuck, how many more are there? There's, this we're box is we're pretty gonna... full, Tony. I know, right? <laughs> this is the Benefit Goof Proof Pencil Brow. It comes with product on one side and a spool on the other to do your hairs. Utility tool, huh? Ow! <laughs> it's a spoolie. That's no spoolie. That's a fucking, like... Dish cleaner. It's a mini dish cleaner. This is perfect for shot glasses. Okay, but my hair's really coarse. I need that. Well, yeah, so is my mustache. But like, yeah, but you're not like brushing your mustache. I know, but I should be. I'm actually really surprised that glow kit is not not more. I know. It's, it, they it's usually Anastasia caps out at about 50 to 55. <laughs> he goes just in his head. He's like, I'm, I'm going shopping for this stuff tonight. I'm saving me some money. <laughs> All right, oh, Brian, yeah. what's your guess here? Are you going to pass it on? For a shaping pencil and easy brow filling. Goof proof. You couldn't sell that at Shoppers. So uh, I'm going to go with $17.99. It's probably way more than that. But... <laughs> I'm going to go 30 <laughs> I'm going to go 8 Eight, nice. Yeah. All right, Tony wins because it's thirty-two dollars. Mm. Fuck! I swear we're almost done our faces. Okay, we've done our brows, our cheeks. Have you seen my face highlight. lately? It's been done for okay, twenty next years. Next up, I'm guessing eyelashes. No, close. Eyeshadow. Oh. Okay, okay. All right, I have the Huda Beauty Desert Dusk. Palette. Oh, look at that case. I'm guessing 50. Just oh, from shit. the case. Oh, shit. It, it's, it's got, got a, a liner inside. It's, it's got a transparency it's liner. It's got a liner in Oh, it. dear God, 60. <laughs> I'm upping it 60. It's got a mirror. It's got, like, some glittery-ass shit in there. Oh, my God. Natasha, I'm seeing wear on one of them more so than the rest. I know. It's because I've only used it, like, twice so far. Well, no, I was going to say, like, you didn't do Is it. Is that on the Twilight? No, it's on the Cosmo. Okay, so if Tasha's used this, it's not drugstore. Just use you. Oh. I use drugstore sometimes. Oh my god! That's <laughs> sometimes a... in the end there. Hello, beautiful. It's uh, one nice mirror. I know, right? <laughs> you sure it's not what's in the mirror, Brian? Oh, oh god! <laughs> Take it. <laughs> All right. So this packaging has foiling, and it weighs a lot. It, it yeah. has an artificial weight to it. <laughs> no, that's probably the the mirror is the. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's the mirror. Really? Yeah. So that's an actual fucking mirror. Probably. It's, oh, dear God. Well, it's big, too, right? It's not like it's like a little mirror. It's like, like look how thick that No, but that's a thick piece of glass for a mirror. Yeah, but look at it. It's actually, like, thick. Okay, so have you guessed? No, I'm going to... Holy fuck. And you said nothing was over 100, eh? Nothing's over 100. Oh. I got to lay this in at 65. Sorry, 60. I'm going to go 60. 60? Oh, damn, you said 65. Fuck, I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay, so we have 65. 65. Uh, I'm going to go low, 30. Okay. Uh, fuck. You know what? I'm going to go to 50. Just kind of cover that mid-range. Brian wins. It is $85. Ah! <laughs> Gross. I was worried about going that high because it's like, this feels really fancy, but I have no evaluation. How much time would you get out of a pack like that? Like, uh, Actually, this would last me a really long time. But let's say you only use one color out of it. How many applications would you say that would possibly last you? Well, it depends on how much color payoff I want on it. If I wanted like a lot of color payoff, I could get like maybe 
if I do it every day, like three to four months worth of Okay, it. that's not horrible, okay? I, I, like I said, I don't understand the makeup world, but when you see such a small quantity of a material, like how far can that go? That, right. That's why I was doing the thing called swatching. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because color payoff is important. However, that being said, there are some Anastasia Beverly Hills products that are super dusty and don't have great color payoff. Yeah. So it's like you got to like sometimes you only pay for name. And so you have to be really careful. Like all these items that I've picked have been vetted by the beauty community as well. And they do drugstore stuff as well. So it's yeah. like a lot of these items are very popular items. All right. Next up, Maybelline Master Precise Eyeliner. It is a liquid eyeliner pan. Maybe it's her. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. Do you get to start you one last? I have to take a look at this first. We're, we're going to be ogling these products. Which uh, eight is... bucks. Okay. It's funny. I was going to guess seven originally. <laughs> God yeah. damn it, Tony. Yeah. Well, you said it first. Yeah, you said yours. it first. So I'm going to say nine. <laughs> oh, man. I know they're right in that area. So, you know what? I, I got to say, I'm going to go a little high and go 12. Brian wins. It's 13. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she said Maybelline. I was like, "That's fucking drugstore." Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> also, her lack of enthusiasm in describing it—that's all you got to do. Right. Yeah. This is the Too Faced Better Than Sex Mascara. That's literally what it's called. Okay, right. does it live up to its title? Three ninety nine. Twenty seven dollars. Uh, holy shit! This is, is that your real guess? Yes. This is fucking like um, thirty five engraved. There's not even a fucking product listing on it except for the sticker. Yeah, yeah I gotta look at the box for all that shit. For mascara? And you said what, Devo? 27. Tony said mm. 35. I'm gonna go 20 to cover the lower range. It is $30. Devin wins. Yes! <laughs> Finally! <laughs> Alright. I'm giving buffer and you've won on a couple of those. I've gone over a couple times <laughs> just by a little bit. Okie dokie. To finish off the eyes, we have a Thing of false lashes. It is the Quo eyelash kit. It comes with the glue and the little applicator to go with it. Has anyone ever tried gluing those to their chin? No, probably. Um, the beauty community does all kinds of weird things. They glued them like under their like nose hairs at one point. Eighteen fifty like, coming out of their nose. What do they think they were? Some kind of cheap convertible? Hey, well, here. they do I know. weird I'm look, shit. I look at this oh, sorry. They did like feather. Yeah, you keep brows. trying to hand it this way. Because I'm right-handed and Devin's on my right. <laughs> Me and Devo are like okay. I think I, I think I know this because we both deal with the people who shop for this stuff. I've been in. I've looked at prices. I've wanted to gag and die. <laughs> I know. Product of Korea. And it's going through QoMD in Toronto. This feels like a Claire's quality product, but a bit higher. You guys said what? Sorry. He said eighteen fifty mm-hmm. or seventeen fifty. Eighteen fifty. Okay. I haven't guessed yet. All right, mm. you're waiting for Brian's. You know what? I'm going to give you a bit more room, but yeah, at 23. Uh, well, Bob, I'm going to guess a dollar. <laughs> Tony wins. It's ten dollars. Ah, uh, I really See, wanted. I, was gonna I, say u- tw- I used those ones for my Frankenfurter the first time. I could not remember how much they cost. <laughs> I, as I said, they seemed like a Claire's product, but I didn't know where to. See, I was like ah, twelve, and I'm like, no, that's too high, and I don't want to like. So I was like, a dollar. I'm just going to yeah. guess a dollar. All I, right. Initially, I was going to go twelve, and I was like, I'm going eighteen. Yeah. We can't forget the lips. This is the NYX Liquid Suede Liquid Lip. Going to a Jay-Z All right. here. All right. This, I got to see the the applicator. Oh, that is fucking Okay, I won last one, so I'm going to guess on this one, 30. That is dense. 
Um, God, you're probably in the right range there, Tony. I'm going to... Are you going to 31 me here? No. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna... Are you going to 31 me, Diva? <laughs> He's got I... this, like, Diva... Osfair and Love and War. <laughs> Devilish Devo look. I haven't... Devilish. It's, it's a delightful, devilishly Devo desirable look. NYX. Mm-hmm. And you said... Nix. Thirty three zero. Yeah, you know, it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it a bit high and go forty. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. You should one dollar if I were you, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, because I I feel like I'm grossly overestimating this. Or are you under? Is no, like... I, I want to say Nix is like around sixty, but I'm going to. You said forty. Yeah, forty dollars and one penny. Oh my god! <laughs> you bitch. All right, bitches. This is a drugstore. This is eleven dollars. Oh, oh, you sh- you should have teased. I should have did the one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> he almost you gave it to you. One with the one dollar. All right, now to finish it all up. Here's the Mac. You said finish it all up seven times. No, just, I said no. Do she your said lips. finish the eyes, finish the lips. Okay. Finish. okay, to finish your full face. Okay, you have to set it with setting spray. Okay, this is gonna help melt the makeup all together. So you've done all that work. This is like putting like a veneer gloss on top of your painting. Okay, this is the Max. Fix and prep and prime setting spray. I'll go with thirty-eight bucks. I was gonna say forty. <laughs> that was like my brain oh. set there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little bit more buffer. I'm gonna say forty-five. Oh, okay. it's Mac. It's I Mac. Gotta, I gotta go fifty-five. This is thirty dollars. <laughs> We're all over. Yeah, you're all over. So Fuck. it's true. You can get out of Max if for under fifty bucks. <laughs> Mac, yes. All right. Mac. Mac. Sorry. (laughs) All right. Typical man going to the Slurpee. Take it all off, guys, with Neutrogena all-in-one makeup removing cleansing wipes. Ooh, I get free samples of these in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow, that's a decent weighed pack. Okay. I don't know what to guess on that, then. I'm going to slap out for this. This pack. $12.99. I'm going to go with my trusty $8. I'm going to go to dollar. Uh, Devin wins. It's ten dollars. Damn! Yes! Thank you, eight dollars. You finally worked for me. <laughs> all right, and the last product on our list. So when you've done makeup all day and you put all these fucking products on your face, you take them off. Sometimes your face just needs some tender, loving care and some extra cleansing or well, some no extra shit. pampering. Okay. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> I have here the Glam Glow Super Mud Clearing Treatment. It is activated charcoal in here, and it oh. is a face mask. Diva, you oh. start. You go uh, one last round. Gives us all a chance to like. This looks like something that belongs right beside the beard oil. Just saying, like the product, it's like. Oh, it is still sealed. Yeah, I haven't, oh. I haven't used it yet. I've been, I, I've, I've been wanting this for a long time. Sixty-two bucks. What's wrong with you? That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, you're saying sixty-two? Yeah. She's wanted a long time. I'm gonna guess seventy. Because if she's wanted a long while, it's not going to be a cheap product. Ah, so you're using insider uh, information, are you? Uh, I'm just using logic. <laughs> I gave her a free pass to buy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually spend that much because I already had a lot of these items. So because I accumulate them over time, I know. But like, you should have seen the delight in her eyes when I was like, we were planning this. <laughs> I, I knew what was going to be happening, but I was just like. I didn't. I didn't go with her into any of the stores. What? Like I sat. I sat on the bench. What? I talk about how I go in and I dance in stores, but like this time, I actually literally was like, I was on the bench outside with all like the dudes who yeah. are waiting for their. their... I, Brian, you you were outraged. What what does it? 
what does this do to your skin? It takes all of the stuff, like all the oils and the impurities out of your skin. Use sunscreen and limit exposure while using and the week after. It, it, it's a face stripper. Yeah, it essentially takes it's every... paint thinner, but this for is your expensive face. Expensive duct tape, man. <laughs> <laughs> shit. If only duct tape worked like this shit, shit. did. I'll do it for seven ninety nine. <laughs> I'll just take a fit trip to Home Depot. Okay, so are um, that what you're guessing there, bro? Hell, hell no, hell no, hell no, hell no. I'm in the wrong industry because this is profit maker. Um, I feel like this could be, given the volume and weight, eighty five dollars. All right, so eighty five, sixty two, seventy. Brian, you're right on the money. It's $85. Holy shit. <laughs> I knew activated charcoal is a big thing right now, too, isn't it? Yeah, they and do it with, like, teeth whitening. There's, like, a charcoal powder. Charcoal clearing masks are... Hey, should I give him double points? Like, he's dead on? Sure. Did you give, um... I think... No, you almost Because I, I did the $1 instead. Yeah. See, the thing that's scary is that All right, so charcoal is, like... Because Brian just got double points, uh, we tied, bud. <laughs> yeah, we did. Right. I, I got one more question. Yep. Oh, you got one more in case of a tie? Yes, I do. Hold on. Uh, I just unplugged my headphones. Can I'm... I just get an insta win if I win it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming in from the rear. Last question. Okay. All those products that I just put down. Oh. That's a lot of products. And that's a lot of dollars. I want you to give your best guess how much that all added up to. <sighs> Tony, regardless, you're losing in this battle. <laughs> <laughs> Are we still doing pr- Price is Right rules? Price is Right rules. <laughs> You're going to have to put up that meme of uh, what's his YouTube crew. You just won the last one. You go now. I know. I'm just trying to think. I was just going to say, you're going to have to put up that meme of Gru there of going through. It's like, played a trivia game. Guess the highest number. Got a, <laughs> This was the price my wife spent on makeup. This was the price I spent on makeup. <laughs> now, there is 21 <laughs> products on that list. That we just went through 21 products. Okay. I'm going to come in at $650. Okay. Ah. 650, huh? Yeah. I thought you were going to say 652. I was going to be like, Brian just said that. <laughs> listen. Listen, Linda. Listen. Listen, Linda. You know what? Fuck it. A dollar. <laughs> Tony, get ready for disappointment. No, I. I it's 652. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> An actual, actual number is probably going to be closer to like a thousand bucks, but I still want to do with a 652 yeah, to, to secure it. There was quite an average of like $50, and I didn't want to say a thousand, but I think it's going to be at least 750 But There I was a couple like things in there that were like uh, super cheap. Super cheap, though. And then yeah. super expensive, right? Yeah. Okay, this all added up to $849. Gross. So, so Diva wins. Yes, I won the entire crown <laughs> for the tiebreaker. Put that crown back I wasn't on. Wasn't even involved in. <laughs> this has been a game with Natasha, Devo, yes. Shantae. You stay, Tony. Yes. Sashay away. Brian, get the fuck out. <laughs> I was Brian, for that. Thank you. You're safe. You'll have to put that in the right order with the Brian. You're safe. <laughs> oh, now come I on, love invoke. You. The time oh. has come. For you to lip sync for your life. I really wish I actually knew that song. <laughs> I only know the piano lines. I was like, I want to lip sync for my legacy. Yeah, I actually haven't seen that season where they did the legacy instead of the life. All right. So let's talk about Terry Crews putting you in a wheelchair. One second, I need to titty dance. I see you titty dancing. Too bad <laughs> this is an audio podcast and people cannot see the glories of you actually pulling off the titty dancing. 
just, he supersedes everybody all just, forms of visual. <laughs> I'm suddenly very lightheaded. Oh my! Ooh, my. Oh my! All right, so Devo Terry Crews is your spirit animal. Yes. Um, you, you were talking a little bit about his like story leading into this. Yeah. So uh, I actually recently read his autobiography too. Uh, his trip, like from growing up in, uh, I believe it's Michigan. Don't Flint. Yes, Flint. Uh, and his travels through college, his attempts at the NFL, his flying around to different teams, and just like working on the cuffs, cusp there, and then ending up, um, out in LA, doing what he wanted to do is get himself into the the film industry. He wanted to be involved in entertainment from a very young age. And this was one of his, uh, well, this is his real, like, breakout. Mm-hmm. But one of his, like, first pieces he did, I think it was Six Day, one of the Friday movies. And this was his big breakout film. Mm-hmm. He actually didn't even get to go to the premiere. Really? Because he was on a different set. Oh, shit. Yeah. That, uh, that's a shame because, honestly, I remember him more from this movie than anything else. Yeah, and, like... You look, and there's still the gifts of him in the car doing the. Well, I think too, like he plays, he plays homage to the, like this film too, like going on the ultimate lip sync battle and playing this song. Like people were waiting for it, right? Yeah. they were waiting for that. If you look on his Instagram, there's like a very stylish photo of him in a suit walking down the street, and it says like "Making My Way Downtown" is like the tag on it. So he huh. always like he references this movie. This movie obviously means something to him. Yeah, and uh, this is where he really got to. Uh creating relationships with the Wayne's brothers, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he, he's done a couple of things with like prominent black actors in the comedy industry since worked with Chris rock, uh, when he was on the Adam Sandler piece and got his part on my name is Chris. And like that piece ended up getting him moved towards Brooklyn nine, nine, which is a fabulous. Which they they oh made his God. character for him. I love like, him so much. I, this man's life is just so amazing and like the hardships and like everything that he's gone through. Like, hey, first off, read the autobiography. Really good book. Really well, well What's written. What's the name of it? Do you remember? Uh, it's Manhood. Manhood? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I forget what I was talking about. Sorry. Terry Crews. <laughs> Did he get mesmerized by his muscles? Well, you, he, you he was all oiled up and he was walking out the sun. <laughs> holding a basketball over his junk but you were saying no, it wasn't. oh i guess it was a rug but yeah. yeah it was a rug in the movie but the uh poster me and brian found online that i think we should totally print it was, was just a basketball over his junk but he was I think still that lying was... on the same blanket i think they kind of extended the blanket yeah for, it. for the Maybe, uh, the rated like the i wonder if the unrated one if it is just the basketball photo i would it think would so probably i mean this one wasn't exactly revealing but it wasn't uh, he was yeah. more revealing when he was on the beach and you get like that undershot and like the like at the bulge of yeah. his crotch yeah. there you can yeah. see his anaconda my anaconda don't my want. anaconda don't <laughs> don't want none unless you're powdery powdery white <laughs> apparently <laughs> apparently he likes that white meat yeah. he's buffy the white girl slayer yeah if <laughs> If Terry Crews wasn't in this movie, it wouldn't be nearly as funny. Right. It's still got, like, a lot of funny parts. But if you saw, like, I don't know, Samuel L. Jackson in that part. Wouldn't have been as fun. Like, Terry Crews kind of brought that, like, 
playfulness recognized right away that that woman had a black like a black woman's ass and so he was like i want her like that's wife material she like read him the riot act and he was like oh that's my wife like it's like she she knows how to put me in my place no one's ever cared so much i just don't think they could have casted anybody else for that role i'm trying to think if there was there's no one else that could have made that which is funny because it's like it was his breakout role so you know, the fact that it's like, there's no one else I could slot in there. Maybe if they weren't looking for the sexy look, if you had Martin Lawrence. That might have worked. No, I don't even think so. But also... Terry Crews is so sexy. He ran oh, with yeah. it a bunch. Like, that is a bunch of his, him and living in that movie. True. Like, he got, like... He got the okay from the writers to just be like, well, I was thinking maybe I could do... And it's like, if you feel it, just go for it. Just do it. But I think I think a lot of like the scary movie types are also similar in that way that it's yeah. like partially scripted. But Anna Ferris has gone on to say that like some of it was ad libbed. Yeah, and like yeah, because the comedy is so like natural. Yeah, and it's the yeah. Wayne brothers. They're yeah. from In Living Color. Yeah, like that's where yeah. they got their start. So it's like, you know, like they're from skit comedy, where skit comedy is like fifty percent delivery, fifty percent ad lib. You usually can't do that in, like, a very dramatic um, setting. No. Minus, like, I don't know, Django Unchained, where Leonardo DiCaprio has, like, the cut-open hand and ends up waiting on that one girl. But that was, like, the... that That's, like, the kind of... It's not so much ad-libbing, it's just going with it. It's, like, uh, in The Martian, which is kind of a comedy, but still fairly serious. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt Damon. I, no, not Matt Damon. I can't Sean remember. Sean Bean. No, stop it. Childish know. Gambino, his... Because uh, that's his rap, his hip-hop name, rap name. It's... Fuck, he's in... Community. Community. Uh, Donald Glover. Donald, Donald, Donald Glover. Glover, thank yeah. you. Uh, he does that scene where he slips and then just gets up like nothing happened, which yeah. is just, again, moving with the scene instead of, like, letting it. But you can't... You don't get the same ad-lib unless you're, like... Um, Fuck, I'm struggling with names tonight. It's uh, Dustin Hoffman and Taxi Driver. D- Dustin Hoffman's one because that whole uh, I'm walking look- in. Um, you looking at me? That's all ad lib. Even going back, Revenge of the Nerds with John Goodman at the football field. When Comedy the players, though, but but the thing is, when the players are all going off, and you're just gonna. Shit, we forgot to practice. Yeah, but that's like, a that comedy was, film. That, that would have been ad lib though. Yeah. Right? yeah, but we're talking about like it's it's way easier to ad lib in comedy than it is in. Uh, drama, yeah. right? Like you have to be a whole other level to ad lib drama. Yeah, you don't see that happen very often. Yeah, it's more of an aligning of the stars for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like comedy. It's like you know, you'll say something funny, or like how many times do you watch blooper reels where it's someone saying like different lines. To, it's like, like um, the Devil Wears Prada when um, Stanley Tucci is like opening the doors to say that Miranda Priestley's coming, and he opens the door and he's like, "Gird your loins." There was like twenty different outtakes of like the different things yeah. that he was saying. Yeah, and that was the one they settled on. It's the spray and pray. Yeah. You do enough takes, something will hit. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, it's like um, Anchorman. If you ever watch the outtakes for Anchorman, you know, all of his, like, exasperations is like, by Odin's ham or Odin's beard, Thor's Odin's raven. Right? Like, if you actually go back, it's like, Poseidon's salty dick. It's like he has, like, a ton of terrible ones that don't land quite the same way. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, in comedy, it is it is the spray and pray. Yeah. You'll eventually nail it. Case in point, all the outtakes from Liar Liar. Yeah. Which I think would have been just as golden within the movie themselves. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, Jim Carrey is just, he's a diamond in the rough. Like, you just turn a camera on that man, and it is, like, gold. Yeah. All right. So, uh, 
let's talk about how the fuck no one goddamn noticed these two dudes. Like, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier, but we only kind of touched on it. Uh, about the socialites, but it's like the the eyes. The eyes are the fucking. Worst. And also, they're they are towering. Like I believe both those guys are over six feet. Yeah, they're not small no, little I th- blonde I thought, chicks. I thought one of them was rather small. Maybe they like composed it a little bit differently, yeah. but but uh, they were also wearing heels too, and and they were built. Yeah, it's not like they were like really slender. But remember too that Paris Hilton was quite tall, right? But she was a string bean. Yeah, yeah. Nicole, Ki- uh, Nicole uh, Richie? Richie. She was like she's five short, feet. She, five four. Or she something. was she little. Was, she was always tiny, right? But everyone always focused on Paris because she was dumb as a post. Well, and she was also like the star, and Nicole Richie was like party to her party essentially. What? Same with Kim Kardashian, right? So it, it, right. it's it's literally like it pe- like Paris Hilton was the star and everybody kind of just went along with her like Nic- like um like I just said Kim Kardashian got her start being besides the sex tape I know sex tape whatever um part of her start was being Paris Hilton's like BFF there was like a show about being friends with Paris Hilton Ugh. and Kim Kardashian was on that show and would like do like and essentially like Paris Hilton would just like order her around to do things like clean up after and stuff like that. But it was literally like one of the starts that Kim Kardashian got. So, so the shortest of the brothers is six one. Oh shit. Damn. So So, like, so they're tall, they're tall. Let's throw some heels on them too. And now they're like giants. I mean, we just have to assume that they're, that everything of theirs was perfect. Cause let's talk about the fact that, um, I can't remember any of the characters names. So apologies. Uh, when he's running down the street after the guy stealing the Prada bag, he books it for fucking six blocks, doesn't even break a sweat, and that right. makeup is still on there. And he's wearing silicone. Now, Actually, we don't know if he broke a sweat because he's wearing silicone. <laughs> right, but the legs the legs were not silicone. They were just paint. They must they must have just been sprayed on. It, right? it, so well, they would have been, been sprayed on, but like spray paint, a lot. some of it needs a remover to be removed. Yeah. So yeah. what you're saying is basically he coated himself with like an oil acrylic stretchable skin there is every theater. night there was lots of peeling yeah. do there... we ever see any hair like chest hair in any of these shots <laughs> well, yes. I mean, hair. we saw belly his hair. belly hair but like they oh, must have gotten rid of the rest of it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they kept the belly hair <laughs> although if you really think about it take a look they obviously added that belly hair for comic Actually, effects yeah. yeah they totally did because otherwise he's got the weirdest treasure trail ever. Well, maybe they just like waxed around it so that like they could spray because like that paint would stick to the hair yeah, it would. The trail's gone dry. <laughs> <laughs> but also, that is one of my fantasies, being able to run after somebody and just full out tackle them for like stealing a purse or something. Yes. Yeah. I really wish they had a more composed shot of him just diving, just impaling a guy. It's too bad they oh. cut that the way they did because it could have been I, I also so wish he hit him lower, like yeah. right in the cut section. Oh, because he hit him up in like the like the low to- torso. So right. Like, it was soft. Like that was a nice tackle. Mm hmm. You, you wanted Bitch to see him like, low fucking, tackle. like break his oh, back just fucking like cause once you go black you're in a wheelchair, wheelchair. <laughs> such a bad line a wheelchair oh really oh is that what happened to what's his name in scary movie 3 yep <laughs> <laughs> he visited Terry Crews in the I can do it myself he, I think he, actually my favorite scene so hard is, when, down. is right after he says that line and then the other chick comes up and is like hey Latrell and his like his assistant he's who like, nope. is like, he's like, get her out of here. And he just like pushes her. You had her your kid. turn. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> <laughs> or at the end when it's like, but you will regain feeling. Eventually. 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 Fuck. 
<laughs> God damn, this should have been Terry Crews the movie. Right? Pretty but you know was. what, though? Like, I love movies that have, like, side characters who steal the show. Yep. Those are 100%. the best. Like, The Bidding War, I think, was my favorite. 50,000. Cash. He does, like, a flare. <laughs> he does, like, a whole, like, step like, With, it. like, a handful of cash in one hand, too. It almost kind of reminded me of the Old Spice commercial with him. <laughs> yeah. Abdominals. Okay, wait, Mr. I read the biography. Was the Old Spice commercials before this? Or no, after? after. Oh, because I th- totally thought the abdominals was Tina Tummy, like her whole thing. <laughs> Tina totally Tummy has reminded, something to say. Just no. totally reminded me of the Old Spice ad. Yeah. For some reason, I was just like, her scene of her, her freaking out, I was like, that is so, I like, because I tried to look it up when they were out, and it's like I couldn't find anything about that, but it was like. Well, I remember that after um, the I'm on a horse guy. Oh, it was before. Was it? Oh, mm-hmm. it was 100% before. Yeah, because they had a little standoff because it was terrible. Well, wait, was Terry Crews before or after? Sorry, him. Uh, before. Terry, Terry Crews was, was before. before. Right, because there was outrage, and there was a commercial recently where it was Terry Crews versus the new guy. And there was actually like, a vote they, off. I think yeah, they, there, like, there's a whole thing for Old Spice right now doing the vote, vote off the best. But originally, it was Terry Crews, Terry Crews. and then they in, then they brought the guy who was like, look down, look up, and now this, and then there's pearls in my hand, and whatever. Blah, Have you blah, ever blah. seen the making of that commercial? No. It's fucking amazing. Oh my goodness. Like, he's just, he never moves, and they actually move all the scenery around him. None of it's CGI'd or anything. Really? Yeah, and so they, like, flip him around and stuff like that. It's just, it's crazy. You gotta look that at the making cool. of it sometime. Oh my goodness. But, you know, like, I mean... I know we're talking about this, but, you know, when you brought up the Tina tummy kind of thing, I have to say this, though, like, despite the fact that this is obviously a very exaggerated form of, like, girls and, like, women and, like, what they do and whatever, there is some legitimacy to, like, what they're saying about these, the friends, you know, like, the one who's more of, like, a booty call but, like, consistently goes back and goes, well, he's going to leave his girlfriend for me and whatever and... And, you know, the one who wants to change everything about her, like her knees. And then the one who's like having just like a meltdown in the fitting room being like, oh, here's like back rolls and back roll Betty. Yeah. Back roll Betty. Tina Tummy. Cellulite Cindy. Yeah. Cellulite Cindy on her badonkadonk and like whatever. Like that's legitimately like like advertising makes women feel that way. Yeah. I or guess. Tony even called me out for like they're going up the stairs and I do like the slight head cock to like stare at the booty. Yeah, because she had a nice bum. She did have a nice bum. I guess my my problem is I feel like it was such a poor attempt of painting that versus say Mean Girls. Well, I think like well, Mean Girls though, like that's the whole premise of it was to like learn about girl world. Whereas this is more of like a very like comedic, in your face, fast paced, quick snapshot of mm-hmm. what it's like. Yeah. But it didn't paint too many women in a nice light. If you think about yeah. it, the whole movie, there wasn't really, you know, too many strong female characters. Well, the, the journalist, the journalist won, yes. but I still, I thought she was a strong character cause she talked about like doing whatever it took to get the story and like, but then you know, she was interested in him because he was loaded supposedly. And we don't, re- you know, doesn't, it doesn't really show till the end that she was oblivious about his actual situation. And yeah. It was supposed to be the whole Aladdin prince and the pauper sort of thing. I guess. I mean, I just felt like she was a much stronger character than, say, like the others. And, and you know, like at the end of the day, I think these like part of the charm is that these guys kind of help these girls stand up for like make them feel better and have better friends because they liked them instead of the original Tiffany and Brittany. Mm-hmm. I think that was their names. Um, and I don't know. I just I feel like they kind of helped them do that, which is part of the script. And I get that. But it's like 
it's very true. I've been in a fitting room before and been like, oh, here's Tina Tummy coming to say hello. Like this dress is and this lighting and this mirror is just designed to make me like feel as bad about myself as I possibly can. Yeah. yeah. And like the other strong female character was uh, the wife. But she comes off as the overbearing she wife. She kind of comes like, across a little this, crazy. This took you over two, like an extra two minutes. What were you doing in that two minutes? You were, were you cheating on-, on me? If there's another girl, I need to know. Yeah, yeah, that was a stupid ending. I'm sorry I'm not paying enough attention to you and stuff like that. Oh, he was clearly the problem in the relationship. No, she had some big fucking issues she had to... Well, like, I think that being it. neglected brings out the worst in people. Like, when we are neglected in our relationships, we automatically, like, assume that because they're not paying attention to me, they're paying attention to someone else. Like, And in reality, he was paying attention to something else. It was his job. It was just his job. Yeah. Which but is she- really unfortunate. But she did come across as a little crazy. But I also know that relationships do tend to bring out the crazy in people. So, I mean, I've had my fair share of crazy, and so has Tony. And, you know, we just... You guys have All I can say is, look at the chart. Look at the target demographic of when this came out, and it probably all starts to make sense of who is, who's painted in a nicer light versus who isn't. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Well, but, I liked this movie. I thought it was hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> but if you think about who it was like targeted for... It definitely kids, wasn't three it, people at this table. What? This movie 100% was aimed at girls. Really? Well, think about it. Every like More girls watched this movie. It was like the Mean Girls thing, right? Like, as much as it's, like, it, it revolves around two male characters, like, yeah, that's funny, but a lot of the, like, a lot of the jokes fall into the fact of guys trying to do things girls do normally. Like, the pants scene, you're killing yourself laughing more than we are. We're, we're all just like, ooh. Ooh, and Tasha's, well, like, dying. But, but what about, like, the scene where he's, like, sniffing the underwear? That is not aimed at women. No, that part's not. You're right. Because here's the thing, is it portrayed all cops as creepy. Every well, single one of them were creepy cops. No, just that one guy. All the dudes he were was, creepy. If you really all, think the dudes, yeah. all the dudes were creepy. But I think it's supposed to kind of give like a perspective because they're dressed like women. And mm-hmm. so now they're experiencing that catcalling and that that perspective of it. I think that was the intention of it. I don't actually think like it was it, like purposely in the sense that like, oh, all men are creepy to like appeal to women. I think it was literally just supposed to be like when those men became women, they would be suddenly aware of all that catcalling. You know what? I think it's one of those things where maybe it wasn't. We talk about target target demographic. But that's something that we see now more so in movies than we did early aughts in the 90s. Like, in the 90s, people just made things because they wanted to make things. I think they had jokes for both. I think it was, like, one of those things where they were just trying to be funny. And, you know, we're talking about target demographics, and it's, like, it's not quite the same thing. Like, yeah, there used to be dude bro comedies and chick comedies, but you see that, like, polarization way so more now when you have things like The Hangover versus Girls Trip. Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids, right? Like, you see, like, all these ones where it's, like, these are super polarized uh, target demographic where it's, like, we're trying to get a a demographic into the theaters. Here's the thing. is I felt it was more of a a Medea film-style comedy. I thought it was more of a black comedy Mm -hmm. than... Well, maybe that's who it's aimed at. That's what I'm trying to kind of... I I don't want to blatantly come out because it sounds absolutely terrible, but, you know, the humor was focused around more, you know... Color? More color, yes. It... And you know, you paint the in back living color. The white guys are just terrible in this movie, and I don't generally <laughs> care. Um, but a lot of the jokes, like you know, when we're talking about the uh, the girlfriend, or is it wife? Are they married? They're married. They're married. married. Her freaking out on him, and you can just be like, "Oh no, he didn't!" Right? You know, it's like it's like he's getting sassed out, and that's funny. It's not yeah. read in as in a wow, she crazy. <laughs> she crazy. She's a little crazy. 
but right. I liked it. But speaking about the color thing, white girls dancing versus the black dudes dancing. Are we talking about dance offs now? We're talking about dance offs. Dance off. Dance off. Oh, we've been dancing a quarter of a minute. I think these have been like the best. Okay, that's that's like a white girl karaoke off. We're dance offing. Dance off. All right, so uh, <laughs> but I just want to get. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Like so uh, I want to know what are your guys' favorite dance-offs in movies? This is instead of three movies similar tonight, we're doing something a little different. Um, so I'm gonna go with because I'm a horrible dancer myself, and this has given me an idea a bunch of times that I've used, like in the club when there's the whole circle and everything, the slow dance. Chuck and Larry when they're at the uh, gay fundraiser oh. and they just like start slow dancing in the middle. It's like, oh, that's sweet. I usually just grab another big dude and then it's like, ah, okay. <laughs> I think I've done this with you too. Yeah, I think you guys have danced before. We have 100%. Jelly. Brian? I'm going to go with a one a little little bit of a stretch out there and that's going to be Clark Griswold versus the Germans in European Vacation oh at Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> that results in a fight. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Tasha, favorite dance off? Uh, I don't know if it's a dance off. Maybe more like a dance number with um, uh, she's all that. I think is what it's called. It's it's uh the one that not another teen movie spoofs. Yeah, that's she's okay. Good, she's okay, good. I just wanted to make sure I had it right with Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, they do like a like a like a. Um, Right about now, the funk show, brother. Check it out. Yeah, they do like a dance to that, which I really thought was really weird, but I like I enjoyed it. It was fun. All right. So before I give my answer, uh, I did toss this up to uh, the socials. Uh, So first off, we had a really big jackass uh, on Facebook uh, by the name Brian. Uh, he said a Euro trip, the robot fight. Oh my God. Oh, yes. And then, uh, also he said, uh, Austin powers, uh, the dance against Britney Spears in gold member. Oh yeah. <laughs> Britney Spears is a fembot. Yeah. Baby. And then, uh, Taylor, who was on our, uh, strange brew episode, he said, uh, the dance off in Step Up Two, not Step Up One, Step Up Two. Step Up Two. Did you guys hear that Channing Tatum and Jenna Dolivar are splitting? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. I'm so sad. <laughs> All right, so uh, the guys at Hey Down in Front said the uh, the dance scene from the Greasy Strangler, which uh, is really awkward and funny as shit. I haven't seen that. Uh, haven't seen that. A gentleman by the name of Walt Gogo said the uh, the dance off between uh, Buffalo Bill and Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. Would you fuck me? <laughs> Fuck me hard. Um, so mm. the Alberta Filmmakers Podcast and Wives Tale both said the Vanilla Ice dance-off in TMNT2. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. Uh, the movie review in 20 Qs said the dance-off in Spider-Man 3. Yes! Oh, oh my... No! No! <laughs> Toe for Grace! What does it take to become emo? Couple flicks of the finger. <laughs> All right. Uh, those movie guys said Grandma's Boy. I didn't see that one. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Totally up your alley, Brian. I figured as much. Uh, I Shake My Head said The Dance Off in Greece. <laughs> They're a great okay. podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Death by Film said The Dance Off in The Breakfast Club. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. The Nerd Stop, uh, some good friends of the show here, uh, said the dance off at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> dance off, bro. Um, the uh, the other podcast, I want to, I want you to watch this, said the dance off in Girls Trip, which I haven't watched yet, but apparently is actually decent. Dial M for movies said the dance off in the biker bar in Pee-wee's Grand Adventure. <laughs> uh, Lights in the Sky uh, podcast said Starsky and Hutch. The uh, dance off that um, uh, fuck what's Owen Wilson. Not uh, not Owen Wilson. Ooh, ben, uh, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? And then the uh, home video hustle Mer-Man. said the dance off from the movie Beat Street. All right, and then my favorite uh, dance-off is actually from the movie Grind, which is a skater movie, and they decide it's a bunch of white dudes who do a dance-off, and it's really terrible and funny. <laughs> oh, that's the one with the broken arm, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Lol. There's a lizard in my pants. Okay, you I know what? I, I have to it. change my answer. <laughs> I have to do with um, Disaster Movie, where they did, like, the spoof of it for, like, the step up. Oh! Step oh, up yeah. to and, back and then, to like, the street. And, and the white girl has a black dude body double. Yeah, and oh. the Juno <laughs> one, like, she crowd, like does, like, um, the spin, but on her pregnant belly or whatever. <laughs> that was great. Okay, I'm going to add one more then. Uh, that's going to have to be the, the dance-off fight in Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a good one. That's in a good one. Pub. <laughs> See, if I had another one, I'd have to say it's not the dance off, but the run, uh, the runway off in Zoolander. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> he can't turn left. <laughs> it's kind of a dance off. It yeah. kind of is. It's a pose off. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. A pose off. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh Christ. Oh my goodness. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh I think we've talked about fucking everything we can with yeah. this film. Guys, I'm done with white chicks. <laughs> I'll tell your girlfriend. I was going to say, what, leave what, town. what are you going to tell your girlfriend? I'll just take all this concealer home and... <laughs> Where are all the thing. white women at? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, it's time to wrap this up, and I have a question for you guys. What is one thing that you learned from this film? Uh, so normally I start oh. these off, and so the one thing that I learned from this film is that you need to appreciate your woman. It's the moral of the story. You just want to get laid. Hey, boo. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> All right, Devo. That if people criticize you, that means they really care. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has been that compassionate or took so much of an interest in me. Oh, cute. Wah, wah. And Brian? Yeah, women are the problem. I'm just going to stick with Jerry Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> He's loaded. He's sane, clearly. <laughs> yeah, sane, sure. No tiny dogs. He has a Roddy. I don't know what I learned from this. To be honest, I find that this was my pick, so I've seen it, so it's not new. So I don't know. Maybe that. Not What's one lesson you take from this film? Makeup can go wrong. <laughs> Did you Anybody learn- can be whoever and whatever they want to be. Did you learn anything the- about t- Terry Crews? power of makeup well Devin you've been very very educational I learned so much about Terry Crews tonight alone and I already had a crush on him so now I have another crush on him a bigger one a lady boner if you will <laughs> excellent all right so don't flutter your beautiful eyelashes at me over there Diego. rating time Brian first time viewer what would you rate this white chick Brian I really struggled to get a laugh out of this I hate to say that but it's it's an okay movie. I, I came in with a low bar to begin with because of 
prejudice and all that stuff. Um, but I didn't find myself laughing at too many skits, especially with uh, the main character's lines. Terry Crews was fantastic. <laughs> but, you know, I've also seen some very good Terry Crews movies. So, unfortunately, i got to give it a 2 out of 5. You know? All right. Bitch Fit Master Devo. Well, I would give it a 5.5 out of 5, but uh, it's an open-toed rating, so you can take that down two sizes. Uh, you can do it a 3.5. <laughs> Fuck yes! I, I thought you were going to be like... Come through! I'll be like, it's 7 out of 5. That's, that works, right? <laughs> that, that maths up. Right. <laughs> All right, that's a solid rating. I'm not even going to ask you why. You already I, I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear more about this 3.5. Uh, just... It does have solid laughs, like, as much as it does lose its topical aspect, because The Simple Life, Winona Ryder, that section. Terry Crews is hilarious. The Wayne's Brothers, hilarious. Mm-hmm. And just the situations, it's always going to be funny to watch a man in women's clothing be like, oh, that's not the right underwear. You needed this string. Sure! <laughs> <laughs> Straight up the patoot. <laughs> That's one way to get a good tuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, he if, would be tucked. So it would just be like, if that, back. He'd be if that was like the, a falsetto right there. If that was like the entire series from, of Nip oh, Tuck, I would have watched it. <laughs> All right. Natasha. I'm going to give this a three out of five. I mean, it's not by far the most brilliant cinematic piece I've ever seen. But like, you know what? There are scenes in this that stick with me, like, afterwards, like, the dance-off or when they go on about mother. Like, sometimes every once in a while, especially when people pull out mom jokes or something or or make a comment about, like, moms, all I can hear is that, oh, you want to talk about mother? Like, I can just hear it. And, like, and, and every time Chicky comes on, I definitely, like, think about that. Like, it's just, it does stick with me. Are you going to do it? you going to do it? It's Chicky, 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 Chicky. Right? Like, it, it sticks with me, right? Like, I don't know. I, I really liked it. It's fun. Three and a half. It's good for laughs. Turn off your brain. Have a good time. Black comedy. Like, it's a good time. It's a good time. And, Tony, you want to wrap it up for us? Well, I was going to give it a two, but then I thought of all the Terry Crews in it, so I'm going to give it an extra point five for Terry. <gasps> yes, and Terry. Uh, so, because I got I to gotta get, I gotta give her some respect. This was his starting film, and he stole the show. So for like a breakout role, like for him to just like go from where from this to like where he is now, you know, it's really impressive. And he he stole the show in this. And you know, other other than that, without him, it still got some laughs. But the plot of him trying to pick up, like you know, one of these like one of the brothers is like it's it, it that's that subplot is just makes it all the greater. One of the undercover brothers. One of the <laughs> undercover brothers. <laughs> So, like, for that, I got to give it a 2.5, which gives us a grand total of 11 out of 20, or 55%. Now, we didn't Still cover fast. this. D for degree. D get, D's get degrees. Uh, we didn't cover this, but uh, for the figures, the critic rating for Rotten Tomatoes is 15%. Uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised. And the audience rating is 55%. So, we, so we were, were bang, bang on. Right on point. Uh, fuck yeah. yeah, two points for everybody. <laughs> Double up. <laughs> All right, so uh, this has been another episode of Flex X Raid. I'd like to thank our uh, our guests for the night, uh, Bitch Fit Master Devo. Thank you, Internet. Always a pleasure. And our basic white bitch over here, Brian. Time for slushies! <laughs> wow, wow, wow.
What a slushy. <laughs> and uh, special thanks to uh, my undercover agent over here with her, uh, you know, very special game to make this a very different episode. <laughs> Natasha. Thanks. The game was called Reality Check, Tony. Check your <laughs> bank account. <laughs> Dude, be, she makes be, more than me. She's allowed to spend on what she wants. It should be Reality wants. Check with a Q-U-E at the end. <laughs> it's true. I do make more than he does, so I do get a bigger say. I, I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this will be another episode of uh, Flix x Raid. I'm your host, Tony. Good night, Internet! Bye! Next week, Headless Corpses, A Bush and a dead cat. How do they all connect? Find out with Reanimator. Hi there, I hope you enjoyed listening to our show, Flix X Raid. If you liked what you heard, I hope you will subscribe and give us a review on your favorite podcasting app. Also, look for us at www.flixxraid.com for more. Or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at the handle at FlixXRaid. And if you like what you heard, why don't you give this podcast a listen as well? Hey, this is Clay. This is Corey. And we are the Two Dads Review Podcast. Uh, What do we talk about, Corey? Movies? Yes. Uh, TV shows? Yes. And we're dads? Are those all questions? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, find all that and more over at twodadsreview.com and your favorite podcast app. I knew the words of this shitty song Cause you know I'd walk a thousand miles And I could just sing you tonight Alright <laughs>